Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've been really dedicating mind space and time to um, writing my own short. I think I'm really interested in writing and I think from the perspective of like American Muslim stories or just Muslim stories and film, I think it's a pretty liberating time to not feel the pressure of representing everyone and just telling your own story. Hey everybody, it's another Fanboy Friday with me, Shah Jahan Khan. This week's guest is Fatma Gloria Shazad. Fatma is an actress, producer, activist, and businesswoman who is passionate about digital health, patient-centered design, type 1 diabetes, and film. Fatma and I met because both of us were quarantining to be extras in the movie Don't Look Up a couple of years ago by Adam McKay, where both of us were lucky enough to breathe some of the same air, obviously through masks and face shields, as Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill, Meryl Streep, and many other legends. You can also read an excerpt of our interview on Rafelion's FON website for Muslim American creative projects at createfon.com. That's C-R-E-A-T-E-F-A-N-N.com. More with Fatma Gloria Shazad and me after a quick break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. 
You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. I think it's a really cool time, both personally and I think just in the storytelling world to to feel that freedom. And um, I'm pretty encouraged by it. And just looking back at the experiences that I've had in like the last three years um, of, you know, going through the pandemic, just like everyone else, but also in this journey of like trying to start a family and pregnancy and pregnancy loss and uh, having recently watched Fleabag. <laughs> being oh, so yeah, that's it's oh, such a God. good show. It's so uh, good. Yeah, yeah. So good. And I was like, yeah, this is. Yeah, so very excited to to embark on something and and hopefully right. And I'm saying it out loud so that I do it. So that's scary, <laughs> but that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> awesome. Uh, can you maybe just give me a little bit about how did you like become someone that is a member of the creative community? Yeah. Um, well, I'll say it's a lot of kind people along the way, um, sort of sensing. I mean, I've reached out. So, for example, I, like my background is in public health and and business um, and in public health and in business, I, I focused mostly on communication to so health communication and marketing, which is, you know, um, the storytelling world of, of those of those um, career paths. And I've always been interested in the creative world, but didn't really know. I mean, being in Boston, not being in, in the field, really um, in the film space, I've always known that I wanted to be a part of it. So um, there's certain parts of my life where I just reached out to people that you know, cold reach out, uh, outreach to, for example, um, a, a documentary that just came out this year that or last year now that I'm really proud of the human trial. Um, I like seven years ago, reached out to the director and asked and, and, and just pitched myself and said, Hey, it's a documentary about type one diabetes. And I pitched myself as somebody with a background in type one, uh, I have type one, a background in storytelling and, and communications and would just love to be a part of this in any capacity and ended up joining as a consultant um, on the research side and eventually becoming a producer as well and following that all the way through to it being released. Um, how I got into the world, in this world, I think that's a good example of just the kindness of people in letting me in and, um, uh, you know, taking me along for the ride. And it, it, it's been really, really good in that respect in terms of um, getting experience on the production side, on the storytelling side, um, and seeing how it all works. That film, that documentary took 10 years to to create. So um, being along the ride for seven, about, yeah, seven or six years, six and a half years of it, um, it felt really good when it finally came out. And then other sort of uh, involvement in the creative world was more... Um, self-motivated. I, I joined an improv class like a year and a half ago, kind of breaking barriers and, and uh, uh, putting myself out of my own comfort zone to feel more comfortable in the creative space and, and meeting other creatives and doing a lot of like background work, auditions all the time, all that sort of stuff. So I think a healthy mix of um, self-motivated, but I think the things that have felt most tangible and actually produced things that I'm really proud of were because of people just showing their kindness and um, bringing me along for the ride and trusting me. I know that you're somebody that has been like pretty open about like personal shit. Um, and as someone who's also done that, like, I'm just curious for you, uh, what is it like to, 
to like put things out publicly that maybe not everybody would be open with sharing? Like, do you find it cathartic and important after you do it? Are you kind of like, oh crap, did I really just say that? Yeah. So I'm just curious, like, what is that, that process like for you? And yeah. what, and why, why did you maybe choose to, to go about it that way? Yeah. I love that question, actually. Um, for me, I think on a personal level, um, so for one example, like talking about pregnancy loss, it's ha like I experienced three of them, first one during the pandemic. And to me, it just felt like, I don't know why we don't share these things. Um, I, I just didn't understand that, you know, if for me, it was sharing the joy of first, like I'm pregnant, this is really exciting, something that we want, something that I want. And then all of a sudden experiencing the loss of it felt really strange for me to have that reaction. I knew it wasn't an instinctive reaction for me to not share. It was a, like an outside reaction. How will people receive it? And I just really was burdened by caring about what people thought. And I was like, I'm going through something I want to share. It wasn't because I think people should know. That's like an after fact for me. It wasn't like so that I can help other people completely an after fact for me. To me, it was just cathartic to be able to share. I think that I would, sh I always share this example of like, I don't know, if I got hit by a bus, I'd probably tell any stranger. Like, why wouldn't I tell somebody if I've been hit by like an emotional bus of like losing a pregnancy, right? So for me, I, I think I've just been pretty open because that's how I process. I like to talk to people. And I've also been really lucky to have people around me who understand, who I'm not afraid to share with. Um, I think on a wider scale on like Instagram or social media, I don't know what kind of feedback I'll get um, in terms of maybe not aligning with how I think or having to take on the responsibility of responding to something that I'm not really sure was the best way to comfort me or, or you know, what and, and to see good intention, but then respond to it. it. You kind of like put yourself in the place of an ambassador or whatever, um, or that's what it feels like. Um, but yeah, I think that for me, it just comes from a place of like, I like storytelling. I like talking about feelings. I like to, I, I think just sharing is where vulnerability starts and where real connections are made. And to hold that back, it's like, for me, I'm like, okay, then what are we talking about? The weather? <laughs> That's boring. <laughs> like we should talk about things that matter. And, you know, uh, it, when there's going to be negative feedback or when you don't find support, um, I don't know. I, I think it's a, an opportunity for growing in those relationships or just walking away from them, or maybe that's not the best person for that particular experience. But then you find really beautiful people who support you in amazing different ways as well. And it's crazy how it changes, right? Like what you want to share, when you want to share. I think that um, for me, the only time I've regretted sharing is when I'm processing and I'm not ready for other people to process with me and give me advice. Um, so I have done it on my own timeline, but I have I have shared openly about pregnancy loss and IVF and trying to have a baby and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I think I just do it because I want to. <laughs> As an actor, what was like the first time you remember being like, holy crap, I'm really doing this? Well, I think there's like two types. Maybe there are like two types of holy crap. I'm really doing this experience. One was on Don't Look Up when we were in the uh, building the the press conference room with Meryl Streep and Leonardo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill. And that was like a holy crap moment. I was like, oh my God, we're in this room. It's been hours and we're just ripping with like some of the best improv actors that I've ever seen or the whole world has ever seen. I can't believe I'm in this room. I can't believe that I'm like get picked on to, <laughs> to respond. 
of course, I didn't get picked on. My husband got picked on. <laughs> and it was the first time he's ever done anything like this. And that was hilarious to watch. So for me, it was like, oh my God, this is completely surreal. I think it was because I was watching it. You know, I was, it was like kind of watching my husband go through it, somebody who I know obviously very well and seeing myself in him. I'm like, oh, wow, this is this is really surreal. Um, but I think the the first time I felt from the, an actor's perspective that I was really doing this and it, 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 it connected, I had to connect to my own emotions and really bring out that character is I had this opportunity to um, do some improv acting uh, for um, nursing students who are uh, working on um, some therapy skills with patients with mental health disorders or certain types of trauma. And I had to play a 12-year-old or eight-year-old boy um, live, which was really, really interesting. I was like, oh, am I going to do this? And it was a, oh, it was a boy. It was a made-up um, persona, but his story was that um, his mother had been deported and he's having um, trouble sleeping and, and bedwetting and all these different sort of issues. And I had to portray that with a therapist. And it was pretty, it, it was pretty surreal in that I was like, oh my God, you got to cry. You got to cry, right? Like, and when you're preparing, I'm like, a child would cry in this scenario. An adult would cry. Anybody would cry in this scenario. I was like, oh my God, I don't know. I'm going to be so in my head about it. There's, I'm not going to be able to connect to the emotions. But when we actually started rolling, I was like actually crying. Like it was, it was this cool meeting of actor and the the persona or the character that I'm playing kind of meshing. Um, it was almost like I was watching myself. And that was a really cool moment where I was like, ooh, I can do this and I'm doing it. So that was a that was a really cool experience. Wow. Awesome. Last question. Who are maybe two or three other like Muslim or Muslim-ish, Muslim adjacent is a term I've randomly been using. Uh, creative people that you admire? Oh man, what a question. I I love everything Riz Ahmed does. I think he's such a phenomenal actor. Um, I haven't watched him do anything that's more like on the light or like lighter hearted end of things. So I'm looking forward to that. I know he, I think he's done. Four lines you should watch. Yeah. Four. Yeah. I, a friend of mine recommended that as well. So maybe that, that's going to go on the top of my list. But yeah, I love anything that he does. I think he's really, really smart. Um, and the acting, I think just as an actor, uh, really, really resonates. He's a very strong actor. But then seeing that he's also, you know, like a, a Muslim actor is, it just elevates that connection. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I, you know, kind of, it feels like he's trailblazing, but maybe not. I'm not really sure. I, I just really, like, I loved him in Sound of Metal, where, you know, they didn't even talk about, you know, what his ethnic background might be. He just brought his A game to that role. Um, and it seemed like he, you know, in, in terms of casting and audience appreciation of, of the character, 10 years ago, I think it would have been something that barred um, him being cast. Um, but today, it's, you know, an after, it's an, it's an afterthought. Not that it has to be, but it's kind of great to be able to step into that role and not have to say like, I'm a Muslim actor first. Fanboy Friday is a production of Rafelion Media. It's hosted by me, Shah Jahan Khan, and produced and edited by Ari Mathay. Our theme music was composed by me with help from Nick Zampiello at New Alliance Mastering and features my good friend and longtime musical co-conspirator Tanya Palit on vocals. Please follow our guest Fatma Gloria Shazad on Instagram at Fatma Gloria S. That's F-A-T-I-M-A-G-L-O-R-I-A-S 
and find more of her and lots of other cool stuff by American Muslim creatives at createfun.com. That's C-R-E-A-T-E-F-A-N-N.com. Thanks for listening.